Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Everything But Nothing. I'm your host, Mike. I'm your other host, Dory. And what are we going to talk about today? Well, maybe first off, we should let everybody know that we have not blacked out. We just decided not to do a video this week. We're going to get our equipment working a little better. And why is that? Because it didn't work the first time. And how did that make you feel? What are we going to talk about today, Dory? <laughs> so today we're going to talk about kind of school, um, work, um, kind of balancing things like that out. Um, for instance, when I was going for my master's and my doctorate, I was working. Um, both times I was working, you know, full time throughout all the classes and the homework. And then I was still married to you and I had kids. So it was kind of a lot. It's very much a lot. But it's at the not same easy for anyone. No, it's not. But at the same time, I felt like I was more disciplined and that, mm. you know, I made sure everything got done that needed to be done. Whereas when it's kind of like for me when I was in high school, if I had a lot to do, I performed better in school because I was so, you know, I had to be compartmentalized and I had to be um, very specific about when I did what in order to be able to ride horses and get my schoolwork done. So I perform better under that type of pressure, I guess you could say, but it's not for everyone. At work, I perform better when I'm busier than when I have a lot of downtime. Yeah, I mean, School, that makes sense. School, I never liked it, so I never performed better no matter what the circumstances were. Why didn't, <laughs> what other reasons do you have for not liking school other than the bullying, though? Like, what kind I, of made you just kind of bleh with school? I think because I have a lot of troubles with it. I have a lot of comprehension troubles, and just, it's always been challenging for me. So, I don't enjoy it. I see it more as a chore, and it's a lot more work than it is fun. It's always been that way, even when I went to college for what I thought I always wanted to do in my life. Yeah. It still felt like work more so than fun, and maybe it was the wrong choice of college, but... It could have also, it could have been a combination of the wrong choice of college and the wrong choice of major. I mean, hmm. I mean, it was the major that I wanted at the time. Yeah, it but... It was just... I, I think it was the college and the way I did it. I think if I had gone to a brick and mortar and, like, those programs we saw at that... I think it was a Georgia school? Yeah. Savannah? Savannah. Yeah. Like, that sort of thing. I think that would have been better than what I did. I didn't get the hands-on that I wanted or hoped for. Yes, I think that... I mean, when you're going for art, I do think that it is necessary to kind of have some hands-on someone. Mm -hmm. I agree that there is a need for understanding how to write, um, especially, like, if you're going to go into business for yourself. Right. If you can't write a sentence, a correct sentence, then how the hell are you going to get loans or, you know, people to buy into your product? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, there's got to be some sort of balance between 
writing and hands-on. And it's not to say I didn't have any hands-on. It just didn't feel like enough. Yeah. It was too much just writing papers about the history of art. And that didn't help me. That didn't get me anywhere. Well, what if if you went into art, not heart history, art history? And who the hell wants to do that? I'm sure there's some out, out there. Not many people. The ones that work in the art museum. Hey, those are pretty good paying jobs, though. Yeah. And but no. <laughs> not um, for me. I would also say that, you know, it kind of made me feel, I guess you could say good, having that pressure of I've got to do school, I've got to take care of the kids, I've got to work. And all of that together, I think, kind of helped shape me into who I am today. Mm -hmm. Um, And like I said before, it's not for everybody because... You know, that's a lot of work and a lot of pressure to figure out how to balance each of those aspects of your life so that you're getting some enjoyment out of each. And you also really, really enjoy schooling and learning. I love learning new things. I I like learning new things, don't get me wrong, but there's a difference between learning something new in school. Although you may learn new things in school, it's, I guess, the way you learn the new things. And I never really was a fan of the way school did it. And I, you know, that probably is also indicative of the schools that you went to as a kid as well. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes that, if you don't have the right teachers to ignite that love of learning, regardless mm-hmm. of what issues you may have, then it's kind of a lost battle, battle sometimes, or an uphill battle, I should say. But did your teachers ignite any shit in you? And the way you talk, your teachers didn't ignite anything. Some of my teachers did. Some of my teachers did instill in me a love of learning. Some of them were really good, really caring people that, you know, found a way to to say what they needed to say, and it clicked. And then, of course, there were others that could have droned on till the, you know, cows came home, Mm -hmm. and it still didn't click. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. So, I mean, you know, there, there's that <laughs> in learning as well. But how would you go about balancing your work with, you know, us, me, and the kids? You know, now that they're older, it would be a lot easier mm-hmm. than when I did it, which when they were still, you know, toddlers and itty-bitties mm-hmm. running around um, and still teaching them school as well. That was... A ridiculous amount of work on myself mm-hmm. but I thrived in it I felt alive I felt like I was necessary and needed and it was just kind of like a power trip I guess you could say you're needed baby oh thank you sweetie we need you every day oh <laughs> so how would you go about doing it priorities and what would those be like? Well, I just prioritize it. I make sure <laughs> I'm getting what I need done when I need to get it done and doing what I need to do when I got to do it. I mean, that's kind of what it takes and just use your free time to do the schoolwork because chances are you're not going to have much other free time for that. 
So you use a little bit of free time you get to do that. There's that. I mean, you also have to, you know, keep in mind that between such and such and such and such, like for you, for instance, you're 7.30 till 5.30, let's say. Mm-hmm. That's your work hours. With commute, yeah. Yes, with commute. Mm-hmm. Guys, he's got a 15-minute commute, basically. I mean, mm-hmm. how lucky is that? <laughs> <laughs> um, that was not by accident. No. Um, and so between those hours, you're in work mode. you got to do work. Luckily, you don't have you know to bring homework. Like one of the jobs I had, I did have homework, basically. And when I was going for my master's, I was working. Well, a lot of the jobs you had were because you were a teacher. We're bringing home work. Yes. The job I had when I was getting my master's and finishing that up was with a telecommunications company. And that was still a lot of homework. I was there for this, you know. I am well aware. You act like you were a single mother at this time. No. I was there. I was a helpful little dude. At times. When I could, when it was necessary. Yes, you could be. I was a helpful person. Yeah. Just because you didn't like the way I did certain things doesn't mean I didn't help you. You helped. You just did it wrong. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's not my problem. And that's how I would do it. I would trust my wife and appreciate what she does for me I, and not complain about how she does it wrong. I did and appreciate it. that's how it. I would make sure I can get everything done. Ugh. Whatever. You did do it wrong. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> At least the kids' homework. That was wrong. But still, anyway. So I went to online college. You have been to both. Mm-hmm. Some brick and mortar and some online. Mm-hmm. What, which one do you think was more beneficial for you? And which one do you think like really helped you excel? Did being in person make a big difference? Not just writing paper after paper? Honestly, um, it depends on the school that you go to. When well, I'm I was. About your specifically. I know. Your experience. When I went to VCU, I loved it. I loved being there um, and I enjoyed learning and I felt like it was good that that was, you know, how it should be, the college life and. You know, getting to have friends, but yet still thriving in school. When I went to Rutgers, not Rutgers, sorry, um, Ryder. You wish you went to Rutgers. No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) But when I went to Ryder, um, it was, I guess it was the culture of the school. And I didn't feel the same. It didn't, I didn't feel like I was learning much. I didn't enjoy it much. So, you know, two different situations, the brick and mortar. One I did enjoy and one I didn't. But you did find love at Ryder. Yes, I did. The best damn love you've ever had. Yes, that would be you. So online school, I feel like, is harder, personally. Yes, it is harder. Because it's not really any instruction and it's right... A 700-word paper, do a discussion board, do this group project all at the same time, and you have a week to do it all. There is instruction. It's just... It's not an instructor instructing. 
Well, it depends. Sometimes it is live <clears throat> instruction. But what it is is that a lot of, regardless of how it is presented to you, online learning is heavily um, dependent upon you being disciplined. Mm-hmm. More so than brick and mortar. Um, brick and mortar, they tend to coddle you, you. Mm-hmm. more. Like, you know, they don't assume that you're smart enough, old enough, mature enough to handle it. So they kind of help guide you along the way. And, and the okay. first two years, I'd say that's necessary. So that's everyone coming straight out of high school. Right. Or even if you're not coming straight out of high school, that little gap, you're, you're still used to the whole, okay, this is what we're learning today. This is how we do it. Etc. Yeah. Etc. So mm-hmm. then transitioning to, bitch, this is your shit, is you know kind of a wake up call to a lot of people, mm-hmm. and I think that's why they flunk out so easily, is that balance of work life is just totally fucked up, in that they finally get their freedom, and they're not they're coddled but not like they were when they lived at home with mommy and daddy. Mm-hmm. So then they go party party party. And, you know, they lose that. So which was <coughs> the most challenging yet most interesting for you out of your degrees, being a bachelor's, master's, and doctorate student? The most interesting... I, mean, I can um, kind of guess which one was challenging based on having to write a large thesis. but It wasn't a thesis. It was a difference, <coughs> my dear. I mean, I did write a thesis to get to the dissertation, but yeah, that's still. that's dissertation. That's what I meant. My um, bad. Yes, you're bad. Please excuse me. <laughs> oh, you doctors out there. Um, it was the most challenging, and I'd say the most rewarding was my doctorate. Um, even that is, no matter how you you know slice it, that is strictly on you. So no matter which way you go, mm-hmm. brick and mortar or online, it's all 100% on you. And you also chose a topic for your doctorate that you were much more interested in, too. Yeah. And, um, you know, I was interested, still am, in, you know, how on- onboarding affects teachers um, and students don't coming into schools. Because a lot of times the orientation that businesses and schools, you know, give for teachers and students is just like, you know, well, here, here you go. Here's the counselor. Here you go. Here's HR. <laughs> and, you know, here's some paperwork. Fill it out. Hand it back. There's your orientation. Mm-hmm. Now you're comfy in the company. Whereas... If you get that much. Yeah, if, if you get that much. And my interest was in how... You know, they don't call it um, onboarding much anymore, but it's basically how onboarding is more effective and in retaining your workers than orientations. My job's all call it onboarding. They don't do it the way you say onboarding should be done, but they call it onboarding. Yeah, they call it that, but what they call it is not not at all what I said should be done. No, not at all. They do. I agree with that. And that kind of, I think, plays into a a work-life balance. Because if you're not given the tools to succeed properly within 
work or school, how do you figure out, you know, exactly where you are within the company or the school versus your life outside of it? And, you know, because then you tend to jumble it up together and you're like, but, 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 but how do I do this and how do I do that? And if you can't immediately find the answers because they didn't onboard you, then, you know, it destroys a lot of um, the love of learning because you're so frustrated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. So I went to school and got a degree in graphic design and yes, I was did. never able to get a job in it. <coughs> in graphic design, I got other jobs and I know having my degree helped me get those jobs. But mm-hmm. other than the, of course, given fields like doctor, medical field where you absolutely need a degree and you absolutely need it. How important is college I mean it seemed kind of like a letdown for me because I did all this work and couldn't get anywhere with it and even like your doctorate we did all that and you're having a hard time getting anywhere with it and it really makes me question other than if like I said if you're being a lawyer or a doctor yeah of course you need the school but for stuff like what we do what the normal Joe Schmo does well, it depends it on what the normal be. Joe Schmo is. I mean, if you're a teacher, you need a degree. Yeah. If you're going to be a janitor for the rest of your life type of thing, no, you don't. There's a lot of jobs you don't need a degree for. Right. That aren't necessarily in the trades either. No. And I think it just depends on the individual the person and kind of where they look up. You know, there's a lot of degrees out there that you can get and end up working in something totally irrelevant to what you went to school for. Mm-hmm. Um, some people luck up into their, you know, um, jobs. Some just don't. I think and that's part of what's put the sour taste in my mouth when it came to schooling. I also, went through all the work and all the, for me, dread to get nothing out of it. And also it has to do with the fact that for most of our lives you know we watch our parents and our grandparents and all that's that shit and basically they say you know if you go to school you get the job Mm -hmm. and then you work the job for 30 years and then you retire with a decent or depending upon how high you got up to a really good retirement plan 40 years 30 to 40 years whatever so you do that, you go into college thinking those things. And by the time we were leaving college, that, you know, our part of a generation back in 2000 and such, it had completely and drastically changed. The work atmosphere wasn't the same. Mm-hmm. You know, companies no longer were loyal to their workers. And because of that, yeah, you could get a degree, but it didn't always mean the same thing as it used to right. because our parents changed the game on us. Mm-hmm. Not our parents specifically, but <laughs> it, the baby boomer generation changed the playing field in the game by locking us out of the same benefits that they had received from their families. My dad co-opted for the same company he retired from. 
That's almost impossible to do anymore. Yeah. I mean, even if you do co-op, you don't necessarily get a job with the company. Even if you get the job, you're not there for another 30 to 40 years. No. It's almost impossible. And that it happens, but it's so rare. But because Especially of me. that misleading thing of all you have to do is just get to the degree and then the degree will get you the job, that mentality when we came out of college and that whole atmosphere changed, that was the letdown. Mm-hmm. If you had been told from the get-go that education is important, do it for yourself so that no matter what they take away from you, they can't take away your education and that you can still use it to get somewhere. It just not may not be exactly where you were thinking of. And based on those two different mentalities, then you can enjoy it because the journey was mostly for the benefit of you. Mm-hmm. As opposed to the stereotypical, I got to go to college to meet my wife and then get a job and have 2.3 children. I don't know how you have 0.3 children, but you know what I mean. I'm not sure anything I learned in college has really flowed into my existing jobs, at least as far as the specialization that I was in, in graphic design. Yeah, of course, the math class or whatever, I'm sure I used that, but And I think you I used communications. I mean, your degree is but in not communications. Visual. Not visual. Maybe not visual, but you my used the communications. In, my degree is in visual communications. And I don't really use that in my current position. Okay, yeah, you don't create lovely little infographics <clears throat> and things like that for everybody to look at. But you still use your communications. Yeah, I guess. You do. Yeah. I communicate. Yeah, of course you do. Communicators got to be communicating. <laughs> but anyway, um, and I think that's the other thing that our parents didn't teach us and that schools don't teach you no is that your (laughs) degree may be specific but there are so many aspects of it that can lead you to other avenues Mm -hmm. of you know thought and interest Mm -hmm. and we're totally off topic no we're not we're talking about degrees which is cool yeah but work-life balance. Well, you already passed that. <laughs> we balanced that already. We balanced it. <laughs> now we're going Now to... you, you've heard it here, folks. We have figured out the balance issue. So now all of you working families and all that stuff, just listen to us. You go to work, you come home, you do your shit, free time at night, you're good. And I think as far as work-life balance is concerned... It's easier depending on what you're doing for school, too. If you're going to be a doctor or a lawyer, it's probably going to be a whole lot more work for schooling and need to put in a whole lot more time. And if you're doing something that requires, like, I don't know, um, internships or something, and I guess that doesn't really get in the way of your work because that is your work. Yeah. I don't know. I think there's a lot of different places or jobs, degrees that are not quite as time consuming as others. 
Yeah, that is true. There are some degrees that are much, much quicker and faster to enjoy. Excuse me. Um, out of college than if you, say, go for a science degree, certain science degrees. Correct. <laughs> Correct. So, I think that makes it easier to manage the work-life balance when you're doing something that's not as... Uh, Labor-intensive? Yeah, time-consuming. Well, I mean, when I was going for my doctorate, um, I have to admit that not working when I was writing out my dissertation was a godsend. Mm -hmm. I worked throughout all my classes, and that worked. Pun intended. So, um, and it kind of kept, it kept me honest on my schoolwork. It Mm -hmm. made sure that I did it. But -hmm. when it got to creating the thesis to create the dissertation and all that lovely horseshit that you go through, it was, that part was very overwhelming. And that was harder to balance trying to work through that and you and the kids and still get my schoolwork done. Because I wasn't here to help or anything. I said you and the kids, (laughs) asshole. It sounded like you were taking care of me like you did the kids. You were spoon-feeding me and changing my diaper. You only had to change my diaper a couple times. Not yeah, yeah, much. yeah. It was, was a lot more good than about you. changing myself. You wipe your own ass? Yes. <laughs> I learned pretty soon after we started your schooling. Well, that's good. Because wiping your ass was a pain in the ass. No pun intended. Well, no, pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> but still, i not meaning it that you didn't help. You did, but it was still a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And trying to work through writing a dissertation is really hard. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of research, like a whole lot of research. Even if you don't have any kids, it's still really hard. Yeah. My cousin got her PhD as well and it was she said it was very hard and time consuming mm-hmm. and she had no kids and I don't, I don't think she was even married yet and we have a couple of family members that have law degrees which is similar it is and they both had the same complaints time consuming and very difficult and going a little crazy yeah it is well I know one of them did I don't know about my cousin I didn't hear much from him but Pretty sure he had troubles getting through it. Well, he, what, took eight times before he finally passed the bar? I don't know. I wasn't (laughs) doing this to bash my family, dude. Jeez. Not bashing. It's just he's an arrogant asshole, so he needs to be brought down a peg or two. Jeez. Vichyssois. Took him. There's my word of the day. Vichyssois. That's a food. Now it's vicious. No. Yes. No. I don't even think vicious was the food. It's made up, dude. No. So? No, so. Just no. Only real words. All right. Talk about school. <laughs> well, how are you going 
into the thought process of possibly going back to school? Like, have you ever thought about it? Maybe to get like a certificate or um, a master's degree or just another bachelor's degree. How do you think you would balance that out with what you're doing now? What would you pick to maybe correspond with your work? To correspond with my work? Nothing. I would probably pick something in psychology field. Why psychology? Mental health stuff. I'm all into that shit nowadays. Ooh. As far as balancing it, like I said earlier, I would just prioritize my duties. Your duties? My duties. I said duty. (laughs) (laughs) I would do my schoolwork when it was time, when I had free time to do schoolwork, make sure I got it done by the deadlines, and prioritize my duties. And I think another thing that really helped when I was getting my doctorate was that my mother helped a lot with our kids. With your duties? <laughs> yes, with our duties. So and I was. your husband helped a lot with the kids. Well, you were at work. She would, um, you know, take the kids and give them breakfast so that I could kind of sleep in a little because she knew I'd be up late writing paper after paper and edits and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that helped too, that she had that while you were at work. And then... Um, I would take the kids, and then when you got home, you took the kids. Mm-hmm. And so it was a it was a try team effort. It was just a team effort. Try try people effort. Don't shake no. your head at me. Yes, you can't just make shit up. We already went through this. No, 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 no. See, there's a difference. I'm a doctor. I can make shit up. No. Yes, I am a doctor. I can make shit up. But to answer you. your original question, oh. the going back to school scares the shit out of me because we all know, because I already said it this episode, I'm not a big fan of schooling. Mm-hmm. As much as I love to learn something new, I don't like the way schooling learns you, makes you learn, has you learn, however you would say that. Learns so, you? Yes. So it... Gives me a lot of anxiety thinking about it. I don't want to screw it up like I almost did my bachelor's. I had a very low GPA because of that. And I don't want to go through it, spend all the money, which is not cheap, and then end up right back where I am in the crappy little jobs that I get nowadays. And there is that unfortunate downside, too, um getting other degrees and things like that, unless you specifically reach for, say, teaching or medical or law, I think there is, or, you know, mental health, there is that off chance that you could get a degree and it still not pan out. Mm -hmm. There is that. But at the same time, don't necessarily do it in the hopes of, I'm finally going to get that job. Type of thing, unless it's specifically like, you know, you want to be a surgeon? Yeah. <laughs> um, type of thing. But if you want to be a mechanic or a welder, yeah, you might have to go through schooling some. You definitely do for a welder. But you'll come out with the job in mm-hmm. those cases. You know, if you go to medical school, you'll come out with the job. 
if you finish and pass the tests. You definitely have a job when you come out? Yeah. Hmm. And so in those cases, yeah, you can guarantee that I'm coming out with that job. But there's also the off chance that after you've gone through the journey, because it is always a journey, Mm -hmm. um, that although you love what you studied and you love your degree, that that specific um, focus mindset that you had at the beginning to, in your case, be um, a graphic designer just wasn't the right focus for you. Mm -hmm. Although that is still what I wanted at the end. Well, yeah. Just never panned out. But you get what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. I think what I would do next is something that I can uh, do as my myself independent Mm -hmm. like a business on my own not necessarily something where i need to get hired so kind of my own sort of therapy type thing right and that is doable and it's a a very rewarding if it works out yeah well i mean if you become a therapist and you study to become a therapist and as long as you pass the shit you need to pass you're good Mm mm-hmm You'll get clients, because there's way too many nuts out there that need help. But there's also a lot of different therapists and stuff out there yes. to help. And coaches yes, but the thing and all is, that, counselors, whatever. Our nieces, our niece and her wife, who was our other niece, <laughs> um, they both went to law school knowing that law field is still very saturated with, you know, lawyers. And um, they found where to go with it. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a kind of one of those things where you just got to find where to go with it. Find the different aspects of your degree so that you can easily jump into that. Be willing and sometimes open to, you know, Something different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you might be surprised that it actually does correspond to your job. I mean, to your degree. And you just didn't think it in those terms that it did. Right. Yeah. There are a lot of things you can do with one degree that you may not realize. Right. And I think if you come into schooling thinking of all the different things you can do with it and the fact that this is um, a completion of your life journey as opposed to I'm getting that job, I think you'll find that it's much more rewarding and makes you happier. Even if in the end you don't do anything with it and yeah. you don't get that reward? It's still a reward because you yeah. busted your ass and somebody said, yes, you did it. You mean the degree yes. itself? Yes. Uh, yeah. Because... I mean, don't get me wrong, I want to do something with my doctorate, and I love it. I love having it. But that's the thing, is that I love having it. Mm-hmm. I love the idea that even though I'm not doing anything at the moment with it, that I still busted my ass to get it. But that's that's different. 
Like a doctorate is a whole lot more rewarding as a degree than a bachelor's. Yes, I can see that. But or a certificate of Well, some it depends sort. on the certificate. I mean, a doctorate, you've basically written a book at the end. I know you, you are published. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, that is very rewarding, and that's a little different. Yeah, but, okay, yeah. <laughs> Getting my doctorate was a lot, lot, lot different than when I received my bachelor's and my mm-hmm. master's, mm-hmm. although I'm proud of having those two. Um, when I got my bachelor's, it was the feeling of accomplishment and that I had always wanted to have degrees. Right. Um, my parents didn't get a chance to get degrees. You know, my dad busted his ass and we lived middle class life after a bit, you know, but, but at first it, we were poor. And so I wanted to um, come, out of the, come out the gate swinging a little better, mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess you could say. And my parents encouraged us to go to college and get get the job so that we didn't have to struggle as much as my parents did. Because they thought that's how it was. Right. And they also said it's also for you as a means to, because of being of color, that no matter what anybody says to you and tries to take from you, they can't take your education. Right. They can burn that piece of paper up all they want. I still have that education. Mm-hmm. And so it was that. And when I finally got my bachelor's, I felt like an adult. I kind of felt like like I reached adulthood. Yeah. And then when I got my master's, I kind of felt more accomplished and like, yeah, I can do this. This is cool. <laughs> and it kind of gave it's me... Cool. <laughs> it kind of gave me a superiority <clears throat> complex mm-hmm. because it's like, well, I made it this far and you didn't hmm. Hmm. <laughs> kind of, uh, you know, feeling. And then when I got my doctorate, um, there was some of that superiority complex a little. Mm-hmm. Shut up. And no. yes. And then, but it was also an overwhelming feeling of. Holy fuck, I did it. Yep. I was smart enough to do it. And I'm smart enough, I was smart enough to actually write the dissertation and all that happy horse shit and all of those edits and just, I did it. Yeah. And I could definitely see that being rewarding. A whole lot more so than bachelors. I mean, you kind of have to get the bachelor's before you can get a doctorate. And I'm not downgrading bachelor's. That's a very good achievement. Mm-hmm. And especially if you have troubles getting to that point, I had troubles. It's a very good achievement. It's an excellent but, achievement. And if that's all you want, you should be proud of mm-hmm. that achievement. I'm just saying that for me, though, I knew from an, an early guess, age. I guess because of my upbringing, it was different. Yeah. I was kind of under the impression you go to college, you get that good job out of college, and you're set for life. Well, Whereas yeah. I went to college, came out of college, and never got that good job, and never kept a good job, and always had little shitty low man on the totem pole jobs. I never kept that really good, high-paying job my whole life. Yeah, there is that. 
And that is a nice... You kind of, like you said, were more so raised in that not quite have it all right away. Didn't get the degree and just have it all handed to you. Mm-hmm. You had to, your family had to work for it. Right. So for you to get the degree, I could see that being a little different than me getting the degree, having watched my father and then getting nowhere. Myself, I could see that. Yeah, and your parents didn't tell you that getting a degree is more than just the piece of paper it's written on and that getting a degree is more than just the job you might get from it. They may have, but I didn't listen to them. (laughs) No offense, but this is your parents we're talking about. (coughs) Silence, folks, tells you everything. (laughs) Yes. Um, Whereas, yes, your, I don't, no, just, no, your parents didn't value education the way that my parents valued education. Let's just say that. Okay. (laughs) We can go with that. So, and that difference is what I think makes all the difference in... (laughs) (laughs) Helic, helic, helic. Um, And you kind of dreading it and me loving it. Whereas also, you know, it doesn't help the fact that with your learning disabilities of, you know, comprehension issues and things like that, um, you weren't exactly helped much. Mm-hmm. You were yelled at. Mm-hmm. At least. Yeah. Or ignored. High school and under days, yeah. So that kind of screams, no, I don't want to do this shit. Yeah. Very much. And not having any... Really? Gonna drop shit? Not having any sense of um, this is good and, you know, being able to have people proud of you and things like that and saying it and kind of pushing you, not pushing you or yelling at you, why aren't you better than this type Mm -hmm. of thing. Makes a difference. I'm sure. I could only imagine. I could only dream about you. That's a totally different topic. That's a song. Never mind. And it's I can dream about you. Not if only I could dream about you. If you're going to start putting in lyrics, at least get it right. Well, since I broke out in the song without singing, I think it's about time to wrap it up. You didn't break in a song. You just said a lyric mm-hmm. to a song that doesn't exist. It's as close as I'm going to get in public. <laughs> and this is kind of like being in public. No, it's not. Kind of all like five listeners that we get. It is not like being in public. Mm-hmm. It's like being behind the green curtain. Yeah. In public. No. Yeah. No. It's like being in the shower in public. You're behind the curtain, but you know everyone's looking at your shadow. No. You're no. No. That was a good little. <laughs> that was metaphor. very good I like metaphor. That. I was thinking more in, in terms of like the Wizard of Oz, where you can we can say and do whatever we want, and nobody sees us. So but there's always gonna be munchkins around. 
Little people is what they like to be called. Munchkin is okay. No, it's not. Midget, that's not okay. Munchkin is not okay. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. That's what they called him in the movie. That was a the movie name of that their was character. in 1939. But that was the name of their character. They were <sighs> to the little, all the little the people, little green munchkins or some shit like they that. They weren't little green munchkins. <laughs> what the hell were they called? Oh my god. <laughs> um, now I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> but they weren't the little green munchkins. Oh my. <laughs> Oh, well, this has gone horribly awry. So, as always, thank you guys for listening. If you are listening, please give us a rating. We will please, be back. Please, please um, ignore the little munchkin and little green munchkin's comments. We will be back on YouTube at some point. I don't know when exactly. Yeah, We've and then you can see my red do. hair again. <laughs> and then you can look at my silly face again. What a world, what a world, what a world. Uh, as always, follow us on social media. I'll leave the links in the description below. Can you remember all that we're on? Do you name it? We're on it. Ooh. Sort of. And you totally ignored my Wizard of Oz reference. Because mm-hmm. you didn't like my little green munchkins. Because they're not little green munchkins. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening, <laughs> and we will see you next Friday. Friday.